Hi, this is Batman, and you're listening to the Crusader Chronicles. Read them all. You're listening to Crusader Chronicles, Episode 8, featuring Amazing Spider-Man number 152 from October 1975. the eighth episode of the Longbox Crusade, Crusader Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Pat Sampson. Crusader Chronicles is a spin-off podcast that will journal the comic book issues read chronologically by their release date from my comic book collection, either in digital, in a trade, or from the many Longboxes stashed away in my basement. Each episode will provide short recaps, reviews of ratings of the issue or issues for that release date. Sometimes I will be joined by fellow podcasters and friends, or sometimes it's just going to be me alone. The goal is to keep me actively reading through my collection. But joining me this episode are Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist, it's a prescription for danger, and his brother Jason Albrick. Who are you going to call? Weasel Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's had someone's a little peppy tonight. <laughs> and rounding it up is Delvin Williams. I, I'm a brother also, and, and I'll, the way black guys would say it, but also a, literally a brother of, you know, a few people as well. <laughs> I consider you my brother. And the way that uh, I don't, you know, what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> brother from another mother. That's right. I, I, I like you too sometimes. <laughs> all right. All right. We're up to something. <laughs> I got to say, out of all my brother's friends, Delvin, you're one of them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Shakalaka. Name uh, uh, Pat. Get us back on track. Come on. All right. Yeah, let's get going here. <laughs> well, with that knowledge, uh, before we get started with this episode's issue, Let's take a quick podcast promo break. Beginning in 2018, the Who's Who podcast enters the 1990s with our coverage of the Loose Leaf Editions. Featuring Superman by Jerry Ordway. The Joker by Brian Bolland. Wonder Woman by George Perez. Sandman by Mike Dringenberg. Batman by Norm Brayfogel. The JLI by Adam Hughes. Eclipso by Bart Sears. The Legion of Superheroes by Keith Giffen. Dark Stars by Travis Charest. Lobo by Simon Bisley. Kent Shakespeare by Chris Sprouse? Who is that? Doomsday by Tom Grummet. Wait, are we covering these by issue or in alphabetical order? The Justice Society of America by Mike Paravec. The Forever People again? You are f***ing kidding me. Doom Patrol by Richard Case. <sighs> I'm so confused. And many more. The Who's Who podcast. Go Going boldly into the 90s. A proud member of the Fire and Water Podcast Network, I guess. Welcome back from the break. Let's get to this episode's comic book issue. And that is Amazing Spider-Man number 152. It's uh, published by Marvel. 
Got a cover date of January 1976, but its on sale date was October 14, 1975. Cover price was 25 cents. Uh, editor is Len Ween. Also, the writer is Len Ween. Penciler is Ross Andrew. And inker is Mike Espodito. And letterer is John Costanza. And I just want to give a shout out to Ben Avery from the Comic Book Time Machine podcast. Uh, he had gave me a shout out on how I say John Costanza as from uh, Seinfeld of Costanza. <laughs> he reminded me of another way of saying it where it was can't stand you. The gym coach with the baked bean team. <laughs> So thank you. Thanks, Ben Avery. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Ben Avery, for that. Uh, let's go. Colorist is Glennis Ween. And the cover credits is the penciler is another Gil Kane cover with inks by John Romita. Speaking of the cover, Jared, uh, give us an overview of that. All right. Gil Kane cover, so you know it's going to be pretty darn good. Uh, we've got a pretty neat action shot of of the Shocker. He's on a balcony using his Shockwave gloves to knock Spider-Man off and spider-man is about to fall into one of these high-speed uh whirling dynamo blades if you will from a power plant and uh, he's falling it looks like to his doom um there's a lot of electricity going on there's a lot of shocker shockwave spider-man's falling a lot of motion in the cover got a pale red background and across the top is the usual stuff we see from the 1970s we have the amazing spider-man logo on the web Marvel Comics Group bar and the little the little icon Spider-Man up at the top left under the 25 cents. Uh, nice composition, good use of color, lots of action, but let's get other people to weigh in on this. And our first weigh-in on the cover tonight is going to be Delvin. Covers are good. Woo! All right. <laughs> it's such an easy one. Okay. Um, I, I did like the coloring uh, used. I mean, the, just a lot of bright color, and it was dynamic. Shocker's costume is just not great. You know, it, it doesn't it doesn't pop. Like you look at it and it's like, you know, he's wearing this quilted type outfit and it doesn't look scary at all. You know, it's like looking at a waffle. Yeah, you know. <laughs> which which are delicious by the way, but you know, villain yeah, with <laughs> maple syrup on it. So, now yeah. on a waffle. <laughs> Genitonic and a waffle for for <laughs> But also, like, another thing I just I thought was kind of funny, like, it's, it's adorable how, like, a lot of those comics back in the day, they're kind of sold by convincing the public that the girl's going to die. You know, the thought was, you know, oh, my God, Spider-Man might kick the bucket. I'm totally buying this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he didn't die. Oh, <laughs> After 151 other <laughs> issues? You mean they can't get him? He <laughs> hasn't died yet? How many lives does Spider have? A, a lot. A whole lot. And, and, but other than that, like, I thought the cover, was, the cover was good. I definitely liked the color. Just Shocker's outfit overall. It's just it's, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shocker's outfit is dumb. Uh, <laughs> let's get uh, let's get Pat's, Pat's thoughts on it. Go ahead, Pat. Well, Due to time, uh, we're going to have to cut Pat off. Jason, what do you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a joke maker, Pat. What do you got? What do you got? I was just going to agree with Delvin on the the costume, Shocker's costume. When I look at that, I, it reminds me of waffles. Um, but it definitely a really, I really like this cover. Stands out a lot to me. 
I always like the wording that are on these. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention the, the word blobs. But you can cover that. Go ahead. Uh, the word blobs. We have Shocker saying, uh, Webhead, you've tangled with me once too often. This time, you're going to be shattered by the Shocker. And Spider-Man's thinking to himself, he's right. Once I hit those whirling dynamo blades, it'll be goodbye, Spidey. <laughs> Good voices, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. it's like the William like Shatner. <laughs> yeah. He's right. He's right. Once I hit those, yeah. really. Die. Well, that's how you talk. That's how you talk when you're in danger and you're about to get. <laughs> you know that what he'd be thinking is, you know, <laughs> you, could, you couldn't write it on the cover of this. <laughs> I'm totally falling so fast. <laughs> <laughs> Did I leave the. Did I leave the coffee pot on? Did I not leave it on? Porkins has my wallet. <laughs> I'm never going to get that sandwich. Anyways, let's go. Jason. Anyway, no. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally uh, enjoy this cover. The way it's the art on it is perfect, and the colors are, are great. It's, it's a really great cover for me. Excellent, excellent. Jason? Yeah, I think we've we've covered a couple of these uh, Gil Gil Kane uh, pieces here. It's it's just another piece that reminds us what a great talent he was. Um, I agree with Delvin. Uh, Shocker isn't usually the the class A villain that's going to get you to. Uh, pick up the book and i don't think that any of us are really convinced that if anybody's going to kill spider-man that's going to be the shocker so i don't know how much danger we really think he's he's going to be in but i i think that uh i really like how the the use of the dynamo just uh, is in the in the foreground here as he's falling towards it and the the energy and the electricity coming off of it gives it a sense of menace that uh, uh it, it kind of says sets nicely with the shocker's energy blast as he's as he's blasting away at spider-man as well oh, so i think that's really cool of course the amazing spider-man um, title logo is still one of in my humble opinion one of the best uh, one of my favorites when you pick up this book you always know you're getting some you know top talent from from marvel comics so that's that's always really cool I think, you know, my only criticism, I mean, it is a colorful book. And I mean, this is really, uh, this is really minor, but I think I would have picked a little more dynamic background, more colorful background and, and, and maybe a, a, a more colorful, um, color scheme for the letters. Just, uh, just because the, the one thing about Shocker is he's bright. The garish colors are there go with it it just seems kind of like they had the bright colors with shocker and spidey and then they, they kind of went dull in the background and it's a really minor complaint but that uh, I, I figured i had to throw something in there so so that's it <laughs> uh so anyway those are my thoughts so I'll, I'll throw it to the pro what do you think jared i yeah i think it's um Great cover. You guys covered it, covered it, covered the cover well, if you will. Um, I'm going to stand up for the shocker and I'm going to say, while his outfit might be lame on those cold New York nights, those quilted pants and shirts, man, are going to come in handy. That's right. <laughs> and I'm laughing at Namor. That's right. Somebody out there. They're going to be heavy in the rainy nights. I almost guarantee you that. He- 
It's true. We'll slow him down when he gets away. I guarantee you that somebody out there is, is got to be Shocker is going to be their favorite villain. And I only say that because I know a guy whose favorite villain is Stilt Man, and that is just ridiculous. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, whoever that dude, whoever that dude is, is a liar. I don't believe him. He's I'm, just saying that, he's saying that to get the comic book the, the comic book chicks. That's what he's doing. <laughs> Well, I don't want to embarrass him by naming his name, but Van Allen Plexico loves Stilt. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, you know, we all have our favorites. Yeah, we all have our oddball yeah, yeah. favorites on things. I, I, Everybody needs love. Everybody needs love. I'm, I mean, but I, 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 I have questions here. I have questions. Like, I mean, what about Stilt Man made Van want him? Like, like oh, I, oh, I love the way that he gets his ass kicked by Daredevil. That's so funny. You can tweet at Van Allen Plexico and ask him these questions. Just be like, I heard on the street that you are insane and that you think Stiltman is a good character. Please explain yourself. But hey, I like Kite Man from the Batman universe, but I like him because I'm mocking him. So it's like a different kind of like. Uh, you know, they, they actually just had him uh, in a recent Batman story. I heard that. I heard that. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it. I, I'm not. I, I'm not going to put Shocker in the same category as Kite Man. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's not great, but he's not Kite Man bad. Either. <laughs> yeah, Kite Man is is a mort of all morts. But anyway, we're here to talk about this cover. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, this cover's great. It's Gil Kane. It's action. It's colorful. Uh, I totally agree with Jason. He made that turbine thing look menacing. A lot of energy coming off of that. A lot of energy coming off the shocker. It's well put together. It's good. Well, with that, why don't we go ahead and give it our cover ratings well, on What it. do the ratings mean, and, Pat? Well, I'm glad you asked, Jared. Let me. I'm glad you asked because I was going to have that. to ask again. And yeah, I was like, you're all going <laughs> to really, laugh. You really me. didn't remember. I was doing it as a segue. <laughs> well, I didn't. I wasn't here for the last one. I don't know if you – because you guys were talking about going the one to five or, or if we were going to stick with the three. We, we, we should. I thought we were going to go to the one through five, but Pat kept that one through three. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kept a one through three. I like, but Jason, I sent it to. It's in the script. It's in the script. Oh, it is there in the script. Never mind. <laughs> I loved it. Everybody, read the damn script. <laughs> <laughs> I did read you, it. You put together such a quality product too. I really it feel is, bad. I did read it. This. It is. It is nice. It is professional, and no one read it. I, I know, that, man. No one. I always read like, it the next day after we record, just to kind of compare on how it went. <laughs> <laughs> more thorough than most of the op orders I ever received. <laughs> I didn't really read those either. <laughs> oh. Pat, look, keep going. <laughs> yes, let's let's go. Well, I'm sorry if I messed you up. I I, th I couldn't remember if we were doing a one through five or if we were doing a one through. Oh, five. no skin off of my nose. I just I just want to make sure I kept it up. I like the one through three. And I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's get to the reminder then. <laughs> So, for those of you who are new, or those of you who have been on the show for quite a while but don't remember what the rating system is, for I think he's talking not... to you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you guys a reminder of that. For our cover ratings, we have a rating of one through three. One is being back in the box. Two is being memorable cover. 
or three will be a frame it and it's uh, wall worthy. So with that, why don't we go ahead and see what Jarrett rated this cover? Um, I would rate this cover. Uh, it's a two for me. It's it's pushing towards a three, but ultimately it's going to land at two. All right. And uh, let's go for me. I am feeling the same way. I don't know what's missing to push it to that three. The shocker. But I, it's a green goblin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something, something's missing. So I got to give it a two. Let's go to Jason. What are you going to? Uh, just because Gil Kane drew so many daggum good covers, I got to give it a two. Only got so much wall space. Yeah. All right, Delvin. How about it's you? a two. Um, I, I did like the colors, um, but it's not wall worthy, but it is a good cover. <laughs> I have this like mental image of Gil Kane listening to our show, and he's like, "Come on, come on!" And like, he get, finally gets to Delvin, and Delvin's like, "It's a two. And Gil Kane's like, "Mother bleep, all you mother bleepers!" I was just about to make it. For sure, I would get that three from Delvin. I damn you, Delvin! I paid an extra money to the dark web, and this is the thanks I get. <laughs> I bet if he was in the black costume, he would have given it a three. That's <laughs> <laughs> trying to kill me tonight. <clears throat> uh, well, let's see what happens in this issue. Why don't we get to the synopsis brought to us by Jared? Yes, this synopsis is brought to you by Jared Albrecht, the yard sale artist covering all your secondhand treasures turned into art. Okay. While attending a demonstration in radiology, high school student Peter Parker was bitten by a spider which had accidentally been exposed to radioactive rays. Through a miracle of science, Peter soon found that he had gained the spider's powers and had, in effect, become a human spider. A Spider-Man. Stanley presents The Amazing Spider-Man. Shattered by the Doctor, which is also the title of a movie I saw late night on Cinemax once. All right. Picking up where we left off from 151, Spider-Man is trapped beneath rubble in a drainage sewer and water levels are rising. All attempts to climb out, despite being super strong and having an actual climbing power, apparently, were unsuccessful, forcing Spider-Man to just hold his breath, focus on his loved ones, and go with the literal flow and hope for the best. This technique pays off as our hero is dumped into the river. As Peter, he returns to J. Jonah Jameson's house, hoping Mary Jane will still be at the party that he ducked out on last issue, only to find the party has concluded, and Jameson informs Pete that MJ was none too pleased with his disappearance. Next, we get a brief, mysterious scene of an unidentified homeless man being terrorized by an unseen force. The 
that mystery seed will have to bloom on another day. Back at the campus cafeteria, Peter tries to make nice with Mary Jane, but she continues to give him the cold but very sexy shoulder. Now, news reports... We can do this. News reports come in that the Shocker is attempting to extort the city of New York for $1 million in return for him not blacking out the entire city. Spider-Man starts patrolling the major power plants of the city and hits Pater, finding the Shocker and going into combat with him once again. Shocker gets the upper hand, but luckily some security guards show up and give Spidey the break he needs. Spider-Man then gets the upper hand and the same guards give the Shocker the break he needs. Finally, our web-slinging hero defeats Shocker by webbing his thumbs down on the vibration control gloves, forcing them to be constantly on, which sends the Shocker pinballing around the room until he is knocked unconscious. Spidey gift-wraps the Shocker for the police and swings off into the moonlight. The end. It's good luck swinging in the moonlight. <laughs> Gift-wrapping Shocker in the rain. <laughs> Just web his thumbs to his gauntlets. <laughs> Watch him bounce off the walls in pain. <laughs> it was my own lovely shocker. <laughs> and he said, Oh, it's you. <laughs> oh, well, this episode is going to be all over the place. Good luck editing this. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for that awesome uh, recap, Jared. No problem. Why don't we, uh, let's get into what we do here, and uh, that's going to be first read or reread, and I'll start with me. This was my first read. Jason, how about you? This was my first read as well. Delvin? Also my first read. And Jared? This is my first read. All right. It's first time for everybody. Yay. Uh, let's get into some highs and lows on this issue. We'll start with Jason. Well, the highs, I, I really appreciated Lynn Wayne's. Wayne or wine? I know this is usually Pat's thing, but Lynn Wine. Ween? It's Ween. Okay, Lynn Ween. I really appreciated his writing. I think the story flowed uh, very well. No no pun intended from the beginning where he's caught in the the current. Uh, It had uh, the element of of humor with J. Jonah Jameson. Had a little bit of mystery with... uh, uh, the homeless guy and being chased by some mysterious entity. You had the romance and romantic tension with uh, Mary Jane. And then, of course, you had the uh, final battle with the Shocker, uh, which actually was was pretty entertaining, all things considered, I thought. Uh, a great compilation, um, a, a combination of good writing and, and good art, again. Had uh, I, I really kind of like the introduce the introduction of the guards that Jared touched on, where uh, the guards just kind of added an element of chaos in there. Uh, on the one hand, giving Spidey a break, and then they they're not really sure who's you know who they're supposed to be defending this this power generating station from. So they're shooting at both Spider Man and and Shocker. So that that was kind of fun. I think he might Spider Man might have broken the neck of the one guard, but other than that, all's well that ends well, I guess. <laughs> I mean, he hit that guy hard. I think he he was done. <laughs> he was, the gloves mess, were off. You, so you mess with the Spidey bulls, you get the Spidey horns, Jason. <laughs> yeah, obviously. 
so I thought all in all it was a, a really good issue. Though I, I again, I mean, and just minor complaints. I mean, the shock. It, it was a good two-issue filler story. Nothing really, you know, no bi- really great big Spider-Man moments from from these two issues. But um, um, but it was fun. It was it, it was a fun story. I I will ask. Just kind of wind this up by asking the question. I. Did you guys know that the Shocker suit gave him enhanced strength? No, no. I was like, that's BS. I I thought, yeah. I was like, is this the only time that they brought this? this?" Because I I just never remembered that from any other Shocker story. So I I didn't know if it was just me or if if you guys found that weird, too. It was not. It was not just you. Okay. Yeah. I felt the same way, too. I'm like, that's odd. I didn't even read this issue. <laughs> so anyway, I th- I thought all in all it was a very enjoyable story. Not not anything that uh, you you have to stop what you're doing and pick up and read right now. But but the last two issues have been uh, been pretty fun. All in all, Delvin, how about you? Highs and lows. All right. Um, one of the first things that caught my eye uh, was looking at the top of you know the first page. I mean and. Uh, the, the, the page was well drawn, by the way. You know, Spidey was trapped. The rats were there looking like they didn't give a crap that Spidey was trapped. And, you know, that was cool. But I looked at the credits because it, it, the credits looked a little bit, I don't know, sparse. And one of the things that, you know, you've already read is, you know, uh, Lynn uh, Wayne was the writer, but he was also the editor. And that's kind of troublesome if you think about it. Like, I mean, <laughs> right. if, if, if you wrote your if you wrote your book report and no one else looked at it and edited it, you're gonna miss typos. It might like you might think something makes complete sense and someone else reads it and they're like, I don't get this at all. You know, so I thought that like it could probably pose a little bit of trouble. And in my opinion. You know, it, it kind of did, and, and I'll, I'll explain a little bit later on. Um, it, it was kind of interesting to me that, you know, Spidey all of a sudden decided to ditch the fight and go back and check on Mary Jane when he didn't have to go to the fight in the first place and nothing was particularly calling him to that fight. He just ditched the party. So, like, Mary Jane kind of had a good reason to give him a cold shoulder there because, like, he just he yeah. just booked. Yeah, he didn't have to. He chose to. Um, the whole scene with uh, JJJ and uh, Peter, well, that was that was funny as hell. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. to the decanter. Um, that was that, that whole thing was funny. That was um, funny. I'm, I'm actually a fan of Succotash. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I don't know why Pete was acting all snobby about Succotash. I mean, I know first world problems, right? He's got meatloaf, Succotash. I think he yeah. has some mashed potatoes too. That's a, that sounds yeah. man. Give me that tray, you whiny little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like a good meal. Uh, Pete's kind of being a snob there. And, and then you know, like they they found a way to like keep working Harry into the story, even though I swear they they draw him like a grade A weirdo. He just seemed weird. He, he looked like he was on yeah. some sort of drug or something. Like, you know. I always felt like, even as a kid, as I read these, I felt like Harry Osborne always looked like an old man to me. Like it was yeah. an old man hanging out with yeah. these kids. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree, man. Like, there's just, I don't know. Like, they, they needed to keep him around, and so they did. Like, Flash seems like he would totally be like a frat boy type. If, like, they, if they pushed 
like the college angle of Pete, like to today, like he would totally be like one of those dude bros, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. that, that would be in the gym like all the time and stuff, you know. I lift things up and I put them yeah, down. You know, like, I lift things up and put them down. Excuse me? I lift things up and put them down. Oh, man. You lift, bro? Check this out, bro. What's that, bro, him? Yeah, professor, and more. Nice, bro, tater chip. That's not all, bro, teen shake. Ooh, that's a lot more. Oh, yeah. I'm all about more Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, I got some, I got a protein shake, man. It was just so vital today, bro. You know, I just had to have it. <laughs> oh, good talking to you, man. Have I flexed? Yes, five times. <laughs> let, let me keep going. Um, like, Shocker revealed his big plan. It was kind of like, eh. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm going to black out the entire city. Really? Are you? Do you think there might be backups? What they're gonna pay you a million dollars for that? Okay. That's why you gotta go solar, man. For real, or something, you know. <laughs> can't can't just rely on Con Ed, you know. Not a good idea. It's a little and, ecology plug there for you, folks. <laughs> and, and so, like the the newsman, all of a sudden, and the newsman was like, "We will not submit to terrorists," and it's like, "Whoa, settle down, Cronkite," you know. I think. Wait, I think that was the actual mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the mayor. Oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. This dude. Okay, he okay. still got fired up though, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, he got yeah. he got amped. I mean, that's kind of exciting, actually. <laughs> Come at me, um, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, so, that was like a it's like a moment where we will not go quietly oh, through the night. Oh, Independence Day. Independence oh. Day. Yeah, that was like an Independence <laughs> yeah, Day dude. moment. Don't waste this anger on Shocker. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a Shocker. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Spider Man's gonna find him and like save it for the next election. <laughs> So, like, it's, you know, so like Shocker blasted Spidey, and there was no spider sense. Like, none. A regular human blasted Spidey, there was no spider sense. Earlier, he tried to hold on to a ladder, and he lost his grip, which is literally impossible because it's Spider-Man. And this is why you can't write an edit, (laughs) because you're like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to keep going. Where an editor would have been like, dude, no, this is Spider-Man. You can't just make that stuff up, you know? I thought those cops were, like, hilariously aggressive. They were pretty much like, come at me, bro, to Spidey and Shocker. I was like, dang, here's some aggressive cops. (laughs) I'm giving them both medals. I got to tell you, man, these guys, Spider-Man and Shocker, and they were holding their ground. They they had just listened to some Tom Petty, dude. They would not back down. (laughs) It was was crazy. They, they, They would not, like, I mean... I mean, for that minimum wage job that they have, they were not going to give up ground to shock the horse body. It was crazy. That's right. They were not bitching about meatloaf, and they were protecting that generator with their lives. That's right. They were hardworking men. And then, like, the the last part of it was, like, you know, during the fight, like, because, again, like, wow. Wayne tried to, he tried to ride his way out of it, but, like, Shocker was kind of bodying Spidey here, like, kind of kicking his butt. And it's like, uh... They, and they did that whole line about, like, you know, it made him three times as strong of a human. And Spider-Man has been known for a while as 40 times, like, the strongest human. So, uh, I don't think Shocker could throw Spidey around, is my point there. And maybe an editor could have helped Lynn out with that detail. But the, the ending was good enough. It, it was clever. Um, you know, like, 
he took a very glaring weakness of um of the shocker and um and turned it against him. And, and, and overall, I did think it was a good story. So those are my highs and lows. Nice. Let's go to Jared. Yeah, Delvin pretty much stole all my thunder, but um, I, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just echo it. The whole I can't keep my grip on this ladder. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Super strength and Spidey powers didn't get it. And then it, yeah, and Delvin mentioned this too, but like. A few panels before Shocker just blasts him with the shockwaves. No spidey sense whatsoever. Spidey's swinging around and he's like, hey, my spider sense is tingling. There's something wrong here. I should check into this place. Like, what? (laughs) That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Like, his spider sense tingled to let him know the power plant was fishy, but it didn't when the Shocker blasted him in the back? Yeah. Yeah, the the spider sense seems to... Obey different rules by different issues. I've I noticed. know. Yeah, remember, like you didn't didn't the spider sense didn't go off because the jackal's alternate identity wasn't a threat. The spider, like what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you'd think it would work the other way around. So every time he was around that professor dude, it would have been going off. Like what <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. No, but it'll go off when he swings by the factory where something's up. You know, so yeah. yeah. I should have done that whole thing in my like gripey nerd voice. Like I can't believe you spider sense. Worst comic ever. <laughs> but I just loved. I mean, I just adored those. I know we were harping on, but those security guards <laughs> were like, "We'll save you, Spidey." Now put your hands up. <laughs> Dude, that, those, those were those were some ride or die freaking like cops. Like I dang y'all, I get y'all credit. And I was like, and the funny thing is, too, I went to, to double check. I was like, now these guys, cops, they're security guards. They're not even cops. Yeah, I was thinking, this is like, this is like Riggs and Murtaugh right here. Well, no, man. <laughs> and who, they're not even and who gave them guns? Security guards have guns. And they're like, oh, my goodness, it's so much. But uh, in the, pl- in the plus, <laughs> it was fun. In the plus column, the, the fight scene, I think, was really well drawn. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's a page, uh, let's see, that would be, there's an 18-page story. So that would be page 16, especially, I really like. It's a three-panel thing where Spidey's diving in on in a big panel up top on Shocker. And then Shocker, like, bats him away, which, you know, makes no sense. <laughs> but that's when he starts heading towards, first heading towards the turbine. A lot of good movement and action in there. I really like that. Yeah, that was uh, good. The the fight scene altogether was, was good. But the, the one other thing I want to point out, and again, that's a little negative, And we're being very ne- negative just because a lot of it's funny. But it's a good comic. But, like, again, this is an 18-page story. That once I go back and really look at it, if you take out the fluff, a lot of fluff uh, time during searching for the for the power plant, a fair amount of fluff time during the fight, and a fair amount of fluff time during the the uh, water uh, rising scene at the beginning, this is a, this is a book mm-hmm. that probably could have been told in ten pages. Mm-hmm. You know, it just really, you know, I guess he was a new writer on the book, right? We, he just started writing this like a couple issues ago. So I guess, you know, we'll come some slack. He, plus, he's a legend. And <laughs> we'll, uh, you know, let him get his feet. But, yeah, I love the I love the humor scene with um, with J. John Jameson. And I'm really intrigued by that homeless guy, Terrors, being terrorized scene. Um, because yeah, I, 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 this is a first read for me, so I don't know where this is going. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I agree, too. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push back a little bit on that Jared on that concept about about the fluff because I think you know this back 
back in the 70s, the, the comic book industry wasn't making an assumption about readers, um, you know, knowing the characters and knowing, knowing the story and, and who's who. So we just kind of ended a big story arc before. And so we, we've got a two issue story arc where I think, or I, I feel like the writer was trying to, to tell a story that if you're just jumping on to the Spider-Man bandwagon here, it really kind of has everything the the he's, he's really giving you information about who Spidey is, who he cares about, who the characters are. And he's doing, you know, what the writers call the Pope in the pool instead of, instead of long expositions or, or, or boring dialogue. What he's doing is he's giving you action oriented scenes to keep you entertained, but you learn, you know, Oh, Mary Jane is important to him. Aunt May is important to him. Um, you know, so, so you're, you're getting a bit of the, of the backstory and then you get, then you get introduced back to J. Jonah Jameson and, and you get, you, you're left with the impression that, oh, this is like his boss and he's kind of a dick. And, and he's, and, you know, to J. Jonah Jameson, Spider-Man's kind of a pain in the ass. Then you kind of go here and you get the, the hook so to speak, to keep you interested. Okay, what's going to happen next with the homeless guy? Then you get introduced to Mary Jane, Flash Town. So you're getting introduced in concept or or face to face with all of the all of the main characters and the concepts of Spidey, uh, but in entertaining, humorous ways. And then you get a big action piece at the end. And even that action piece, it tells you if you don't know anything about Spider Man. The action of the security guards go, oh, the, the security guards are treating Spider-Man as kind of a nemesis. Like, they don't know. He's, you know, he's a good guy. So, it's got all the core elements of what makes Spider-Man Spider-Man, but in a two-issue story. And, and, I, and so, I think, from that perspective, it's kind of brilliant the way that he did it. And it's something that the writers don't even bother to do anymore. They may give you a couple paragraph recap of what happened next at the beginning of the story, but they just jump right into it. And they, they're like, man, if you don't know what's going on, go buy yourself some back issues. But, uh, but, but back then, I mean, the writers were, I think, trying to, you know, set up a, each story with the, the thought that this might be the first Spider-Man issue that somebody picks up. You, you used a term that I didn't, that I didn't understand about two minutes ago. So I kind of zoned out because I was mad. Uh, what did I say? <laughs> I thought it was all brilliant. All right, edit like, all that out, Pat. I, I was like, you're, I was like, you're smarter than me, Jason. That's what you're trying to say. You know what? Screw you, man. I don't have to listen to your explanation. I just got <laughs> back from the bathroom. What happened? <laughs> Never mind. No, I, I thought I, I, I don't disagree at all with with. With with yeah. what you're saying, but what I, basically what I'm saying is that I don't need three pages of him swinging through the city trying to figure out which power plant to go to. And out of yeah, eight pages, I don't need seven pages of him fighting the shocker. It's just and, now I'll, I'll take the fight scene. I mean, because you know, since you know the shocker's the decent bad guy, but I do agree with you about. I mean, like you know, I guess they wanted to make say, hey, look. You know, he didn't find it on his first try, so we're not trying to just wrap it up. But they could have said several plants later or something and just gone with, you know, with that. 
as opposed to you know taking three pages to find it. So he, he could have they could have used that space for something else. That's fair enough. I was I, I was just giving you guys a bit of of folksy wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jason, and we appreciate I, 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 it. Right. Yeah. You're my old timey ways. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, for a penny, we would have gotten it. <laughs> well, Pat, it's your turn for highs and lows. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think I can do top the high or the, the low on that. Um, I totally agree with Jason. I was listening to him 100% and his words. Thank you, uh, Pat. They're just spot it's on. It's like, you, you, don't, you don't remember how comic books used to be made, but Pepperidge Farm yeah. remembers. <laughs> 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 all right i'm gonna shut up now <sighs> try to do no i i do agree with you jason you know i think to them every the writers every issue was someone's first issue so they had to do a, a brief recap and he even states it out in the in the beginning of it it says if you missed last issue and if you did shame on you well they calls you out there too <laughs> so just be sure it doesn't happen again that's right I'm tired of telling the same story over and over and jared's complaining about it Delvin's complaining about it <laughs> i don't mind the story retold <laughs> i get that part i don't need three pages if i'm looking for a factory <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Other than that, I did it. Did, I enjoyed the story. The artwork is is great. Um, the the comedy in it as well. I am very intrigued on this one pager of who's this mystery guy? Why is he freaking out? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know he hasn't shaved, so that you kind of see that he's kind of rough shaven, and he's got you know kind of like a sailor hat, or you know, it's like is he from the sea or what, what's going on here? So I'm interested. That's what I'm interested to see what's what's going on. Hopefully, in the next issue, we may find out a little bit more. And I haven't looked ahead yet. So. That's cool. Like I have no idea who that is. Like none. Yeah, I don't either. So yeah, I can't help you. Nobody spoil it for me. Uh, I like the way Peter handled Mary Jane once she blew him off. Well, you know, I don't blame her. She's don't blame her for what she did. But I like how he handled it. He's like, well, fine. I'm not going to sit by you. I'm just going to go. <laughs> talk to somebody else and you t- you come to talk to me like he's all that <laughs> you come and talk to me when you're ready to say you're sorry even prepped up his collars look at that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then he goes sits next to crazy harry yeah crazy harry and dude bro it's not a fair <laughs> dude, trade bro. for mary jane <laughs> but and crazy harry's like oh well how many how many plates did he already eat right like it was it the third or fourth he was on? You, you know, you know who eats food like that? Crackheads. Crackheads. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of shaking too. He looks really unsteady. I'm telling you, he looks he looks like a weirdo. Like he's tweaking or something. Like what is wrong with Harry? Like you're rich, dude. Why do you look like that? <laughs> you want some crack? <laughs> 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 uh, well, maybe he's on. Maybe he's on some good meds. Back being back, you know, they let him go from wherever he, he was in drug rehab. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, he was in drug rehab. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the fact that drug rehab got such a loud laugh. What's wrong with us? <laughs> he wasn't. But he literally was. <laughs> Okay, so then it makes sense why he's got the munchies and he's, he's got just, the shakes, you know, keeping himself busy here. 
Otherwise, the fight was shocker. I liked it. Uh, very good fight scene all the way through. Uh, the cops helping him out. Okay. It, it, it helped change the tide there. And then all of a sudden, then they, you know, them turning on Spidey. I was like, oh, really? Didn't you just see him taking out this guy? I mean, <laughs> and so, and then he wraps up the cops. And not, <laughs> and not shocker. <laughs> shocker. <laughs> and man, I yeah. mean, didn't Spidey, like some somebody mentioned about the possible broken neck. I mean, Spidey did go pretty hard on those cops. Just like, yeah, he like <laughs> smashed the one guy's face into the wall. And yeah, then he. Spidey. Yeah. yeah. He went, went hard. So, other than that, I think you guys covered it very well. Um, I don't have anything else to say. I, I enjoyed it, I, even though we joke and. and and talk about it. I do. I did enjoy it. So definitely a good story. A good drawn out a little bit between the two issues, but I think it did what it needed to do. I think maybe this was. I want to say a filler issue, but maybe a two filler. I'm more interested in that one page. Is like, okay, who's this guy? What's going on here? Well, you you remember how issue 150 did kind of seem like filler, even though it was supposed to be that landmark issue, like. This mm-hmm. one didn't feel like filler. It, it just felt like, you know, a part two of two of the story. I mean, you, you did get you did get the good extended fight between um, Spidey and Shocker. And, and I really do need to look at it more in the time frame of, you know, this was 42 doggone years ago, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. so the, the fights, you know, might be a little bit simpler. I, I can't really think of it in terms of 2017 when, like, like the Peter Parker now would see the shocker and pretty much be like, okay, dude, I'm going to press, like, two buttons on my, like, my web spinner and have this wrapped up quickly and go to a corporate meeting, you know? Like, this was, like, college-age fighting where, you know, things – I mean, he wasn't new to the whole superhero game, but he by no means was just – like beating up like everybody left and right either. He was still trying to figure a lot of things out. So I should look at it more mm-hmm. with that eye. That's a good point. Yeah, definitely. Anybody have anything else for highs, lows? I, uh, one thing I, I mentioned, looking at it again, I like his conclusion on how to stop Shocker is by making him keep his, tri- his thumbs on the trigger. Yeah, and funny. then he's bouncing around. <laughs> that was pretty fun to watch. <laughs> that was clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's just watching them bounce around until it, it ends. <laughs> I like that part. So definitely an enjoyable issue. I There may be some minor dislikes here and there, but all in all, it was an enjoyable issue for me. So why don't we get into the next part here and see what everybody's silly spidey jokes are for kids moment is. We'll start with Delvin. Okay. I mean, like this this book was actually one where they, they put in some humorous moments. Um, and... You know, like I mentioned in my highs and lows, the whole thing with uh, Jay Jonah Jameson and his interaction with Pete and the whole thing about the decanter, even even that line that he gave about like, oh, yeah, great party. I'll see you all tomorrow at nine. (laughs) Like that reminder that I'm the boss is great. Uh, The one line, um, you know, in the spirit of Chubbin was when he he called um, the shocker Sweetums. I mean, yeah. could you imagine fighting someone and somebody's like, oh, let's go, Sweetums? I mean, that, that, <laughs> that stopped you for half a second. Like, wait a, wait a minute. What? Dude, wait, a minute. Wait, a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. I am not a Sweetums. I am not a <laughs> I am not a Sweetums. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so I thought that that was my funny moment. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jared, how about you? 
Um, I, I, I got two things. I, I really like the same thing that Delvin mentioned, uh, you know, with the wrap up of the party. I'll see you all in the office tomorrow at nine sharp, <laughs> you know, <laughs> very James. Like I like how everything that Jameson says in that scene, you can just hear. Um, and I, I can't remember the name of the actor who played him in the, in the Tobey Maguire movies. J.K. Simmons. Yes, J.K. Simmons. Oh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, exactly. like he was the way he delivered those lines and his voice. I totally hear that when I read these. These <laughs> and I was like, "This is very funny." I, but my, I think I'm going to give my silly spy moment to a, a moment that's not even intentionally funny. He, if you go back to the very beginning of the book where he's trapped underwater with the rats, he talks like a lot. Like you know. He did. It's going to be finished, and I've got to dig out, and i got no chance, and there's rubble. And I mean, he talk, there's panel after panel after panel. I'm like, who are you talking to? Are you talking to these rats? <laughs> like, it's just not like he talks so much between the moment he gets trapped and the moment he gets away. I'm just like, what the hell? We thought Green again, Goblin was a crazy one. But yeah. then again, I've never been trapped beneath the sewers with rats, so I can't say what I would do either. But I just thought that was funny. Like, who is he talking to? So I'm going to give it to Crazy Spidey talking to the rats at the beginning. Jason, how about you? Uh, I think my one of my most humorous moments was when he's in the cafeteria line and he's complaining about the about the stewed tomatoes and succotash. And then the guy in the line behind him goes, hey, get a move on, will you? Some of us don't have all day. And he says, hey, sorry, friend, but momentous decisions can't be made lightly. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a wise-ass comment, but it's funny. Yeah, I give you that. That's pretty funny. Well, I think mine, I'm going to go with Delvin on this one. I enjoyed the, I don't know what you would call it, his uh, pet call to... Uh, his his enemy there, Shocker. calling him Sweetums. Sweetums. Yeah. <laughs> Call him Sweetums. Got Chubbins you know, and Sweetums. <laughs> Chubbins. I read a comic book called Chubbins and Sweetums. <laughs> that, that, I think that's what I saw at Cinemax one cop. night. <laughs> buddy cop movie. <laughs> Chubbins, Chubbins and Sweetums. They're cops. Hit in the street. <laughs> Chubbins, I'll have your badge for this. No! Thanks, sweet. I'm doing the whole preview, folks. (laughs) Pat, all you gotta do is edit in gunfire and some siren. (laughs) Chubbins, you wrecked half the city. I'm doing their cap I'm I'm doing their captain now. You wrecked half the city, Chubbins! Sweetums, you're a loose cannon! (laughs) Sweetums, what do you gotta say, Rails? Sweetums, you're a loose cannon. (laughs) Dang if you guys don't get results. Chub and sweet. <laughs> Chub and sweet. First we take down the bad guy, then we shoot at the good guy. <laughs> We're chubbins and sweet. <laughs> Security guards. <laughs> Patrol. I, I see where you're going with this. Uh, <laughs> he broke my neck, sweet. <laughs> he broke my neck. Chub and stop. I'm going to kill you. No. Chubbin's neck. <laughs> Bad oh, gun. Now, sweet. You, you leave his tummy feathers alone. Pat, <laughs> I was going to call on you to save us from this. <laughs> There's no one left to save us. Oh my God. No one can save us. Anybody from Marvel Comics is listening to this podcast? 
be happy to write episodes of Chubbins and Sweetums for you guys. <laughs> That's right. Give us a call. We'll take care of it. Heck, this, this ass writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think with that, why don't we go in and get this uh, show on the road here and finish up with some ratings. Just a reminder of the rating system. It is a one through five on this, the story and art here on this whole, on the comic. So and it's going to be a one through five, five being the highest. I had a love it, four being a really liked it, three liked it, two didn't like it, and a one hated it. Hated it! <laughs> <laughs> And let's start with Jared. What do you I'm got? I'm going to give it a three. I liked it. I will also give it a... I'm going to give it a three. It didn't take me to the four, but I liked it. Jason? Oh, good story. Good art. Lame villain. Kind of drug along in a couple areas. Uh, but overall, overall pretty solid. I'll give it a three. Sounds good. And Delvin? We run the table, man. I, I give it a three as well. I thought it was it was good. Like you, you know a bad comic book when you read one, and it's just like, oh, God, this is painful to get through. You know, it's Spidey. I, I, and, and I'm so biased with Spidey. I think even if it were a crappy Spidey comic book, I could still find something good in it. But that said, it's it's a three. Fair enough. I think this comic gets an all-around, even road, middle road for us on the cover and on the story. So with that, why don't we take a quick podcast promo break, and we'll be right back. Hey folks, this is Jared Albrecht, a.k.a. The Yard Sale Artist and semi-regular co-host of the Longbox Crusade podcast with Pat Sampson. Pat came to me recently with a fantastic idea on how we might get the podcast community involved in taking some action to do some good. He called this idea Comics for Courage. Comics for Courage is a concept that came to Pat after I told him the fantastic true story of when I was stationed in Iraq during my military service. While there, I received a huge care package of comic books from the awesome folks over at Wizard and Toy Fair magazines. We had so many comics, we didn't know what to do with them all. Seriously, it was over 100 pounds of comics. So me and a couple of buddies took the bounty of comics we had down to the give-and-take library we'd set up in our headquarters building. And you know what? Within 24 hours, all the comics were gone. The bottom line here is that throughout history, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Iraq, one thing remains a constant. Soldiers love comics. It's quick, easy, fun reading that gives a soldier a taste of home and lets them escape into an amazing world of comics, even if it's just for a few minutes. So here's the best part of Comics for Courage. Pat and I aren't asking you to donate one cent of your money to Comics for Courage. What we would love is for you to donate your excess comics. You know those ones that are just kind of laying around. Just drop them into a box or a big envelope and mail them over to supportourtroops.org. Their mailing address is Support Our Troops, 13617 North Florida Avenue, Tampa, Florida, 33613. Now, they will make sure that those comics get distributed to random soldier care packages, and as a person who's been on the receiving end of this, I can tell you it will mean a lot. And if you'd rather donate money than give up a single comic book, trust me, we understand about that, you can donate through their website as well. Again, that's supportourtroops.org. Just remember two things, all right? Two things. One, Make sure the comics have good, clean content. No nudity or adults-only comics, please. Those are the rules for any military member receiving goods downrange. Okay, and number two, 
This is the fun one. Please take a picture of you with your donation stack and post it on Twitter or Facebook at Longbox Crusade or email it to contact at longboxcrusade.com. We'd love to give you an on-air shout-out and post your pick on the longboxcrusade.com website. In summary, Pat and I over at Longbox Crusade Podcast would greatly appreciate you taking this small action to make a difference in the life of someone who is far from home defending our freedoms. Thank you for supporting the Comics for Courage initiative. That website, again, is supportourtroops.org. Please check it out. Throw them some comics, make some soldiers happy. We appreciate it. Thanks again. Welcome back from the break. Now let's get the feedback portion of the show where we share your comments, emails, questions, likes, and shares, sometimes recipes, in a segment called Crusader Comments. Please take a moment to write a review on iTunes for this podcast. Even if you just want to keep it short with star ratings, it helps to raise the profile of the show, and we will share your review on the next show. Here's some social media likes, shares, and retweets that we have received from the last episode that we are very grateful for. Kick it off for us, DJ Cristados. It's going to be, uh, we'll start with Weasel Skull. And that's our very own Jason. Thank you, Jason. Yep, yep. Oh, thank you, Pat. Fun as always. All right, we're going to go next to Bubba Calgar, which sounds like a southern barbarian. I like that. I like that name. Bubba Calgar. <laughs> I was thinking like Calgar, take me away. Yeah, Southern Barbarian is pretty awesome. I'd I'd watch a show called Bubba Calgar about <laughs> I would too, man. We need to make that happen. <laughs> I feel like I'm pulling a pat here. It's probably my turn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. uh, uh we got uh a like, share, and or retweet from Steve Sellers. Thanks, Steve. And we got um one from Ken Solo. Thanks, Ken. Ken's a man. And then we've got uh, one from Reggie Reggie, because one Reggie is never enough. Thanks, Thanks Reggie Reggie. Uh, we got one from our old friend Chris, who's at BTO and Batbooks on Twitter. He loves that Bachman Turner overdrive. Down the highway. Every time. Not available on all dark webs. <laughs> Please check with Delbin before listening. <laughs> oh, man. Whose turn is it? Oh, it's mine. Columbus <laughs> Comic Corner. Thank you. And Bob Buster. Thanks, Bob. Ken Barr Jr. You're the man. And we have some guy. Thinks he's all that. <laughs> Didn't we get a restraining uh, order against this guy? Know. He keeps coming back. What a troll. That's Jared Elbrick, the yard sale artist. Thank you, Jared, wherever you are. <sighs> he's probably off doing something yeah, important. Probably. Probably <laughs> talking to his famous people that he knows. Yeah, forever elbows with J.M. Dimitane. <laughs> And John Baby. <laughs> Can't forget John. Let's move along here to Cheap Comic Websites. Thanks, CCW. Oh, here's a new one. What an ominous sounding name. Uh, we're giving a shout out thanks to Long Box of Darkness. Is that just Delvin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dark web comic. I tell you, Long Box of Darkness is a pretty cool name. Thanks, Long Box of Darkness. That is, that is. It's kind of, it's, it's, it sounds almost like, you know, like the, the, uh, reverse Flash or or the alternate uh, Star Trek universe, <laughs> Long Box Crusade and Long Box of Darkness. I think the Long I think the Long Box of Darkness they do a podcast or reviews on comics from like horror comics and stuff like that. Oh, so it's not just like the dark dark version of our yeah. podcast where like their Pat Sampson has no yeah. goatee. <laughs> okay, all right. It's like the reverse, that that's Bizarro right. Crusade. <laughs> their 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 uh, their podcast is only four minutes long. <laughs> 
<laughs> the recording it's, it's, probably doesn't take as long as ours. <laughs> Speaking of Mr. Dark Web himself, we have Delvin. Thank you, Delvin. Thank you, Delvin. Love you, man. And then we have whenitwascool.com. Then we go to Jeffrey Brown. Thanks, Jeff. Next, we have Clinton Robinson of the Coffee and Comics. Thank you, Clinton. Then we have Joe Crawford. Thanks for listening, Joe. Which rolls us right into Dave Maynard. Thanks, Dave. Oh, then we have a B. Uh, oh, Bo, just Bo. Bo. Okay. Bo S. Sutton. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Bo. And then we have for the non discerning reader, which is great because we make a podcast for the non discerning listener. And looks like we're going to wrap up the, the likes, shares, retweets with Walt J.B. Mitty. I like to think that stands for James Bond. That's he's he's undercover. So this is actually 007. Your secret's safe with us, Walt Mitty. That's right. Thank Walt thank you, Mitty. Mr. Bond. <laughs> now prepare to die. <laughs> All right. That does it for the uh, likes and the shares and the retweets. Uh, now we're going to go into our actual comments and replies. Comments and replies. Uh, who's kicking us off on that? Oh, I guess I can. So... Yeah. All right. We had a well, for one, uh, one of the conversations that got started on this episode on episode sevens it was from Bubba Kalgar, our uh, southern barbarian, and he re- <laughs> and he says, uh, "Excellent guys, lots of laughs on this one." At D Ray, nineteen seventy seven, spot on about Claremont Red Mutants massacre a few years back, and this is it. Question, Question mark. That's more like, he was like, this is it? (laughs) That's all right. I'll play the role of Delvin in this conversation. All right. Go for it. Uh, Delvin. uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Which part was I right about? I say tons of wrong stuff, so I have to be sure. And Bubba replies back to Delvin. How is his style was like stuck in the 70s? (laughs) Is he he high? (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm just trying to do a voice here. You know, okay. No, okay. All right. Roll the voice. Bubba, I'm <laughs> Maybe I should do. Maybe I should have done Bubba because I do a good Southern accent. Oh, maybe I can do that. No. But, right, let me try mine. All right. How is his style still like stuck in the seventies? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The stuff before is like one of the nineties was good. Sometimes pretty, y'all. <laughs> Your Southern guy is, is very from like the oh, streets. He right. part jive. I see. <laughs> I, no, I like it's it. Kind of a mix. Uh, Delvin says, "Yeah." Forever gets credit for creating uh, the X-Men of today. He's saying that, that you know, Claremont gets credit uh, for creating the X-Men today. But by the time the movies came out, though, he was past his writing prime. And Bubba replies back to Delvin saying, You ever read X-Men Forever? Was what he planned on after X-Men number three and the 91 series with Jim Lee. They are yeah, getting deep and, into this. All right, Jason, tell us what Pat said. Do, the vo- do Pat's voice. <laughs> Pat says... I wish Jason was here. He's so <laughs> smart. But I read the X-Men Forever series, and I liked it. Back to Delvin. I only uh, remember Toad was in it, and they tried to make him cool. Of all things to remember. Wait, maybe McGuire drew it? Back to Bubba. No, <laughs> McGuire didn't draw, draw X-Men Forever. I don't know. What did Bubba say? I think it was Sean. In his Southern Jive accent. That was Series or, 1. Or Lionel U. Series 2 slash 3 are the Claremont ones drawn by Tom Grummet, who lives here in Sac- that's right. That's Saskatoon? who it was. Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Okay. That's right. I, I talked to him on the side, and I said, "If you live in Saskatoon, and this nickname for that city isn't Toontown, then you're failing <laughs> the world." Well, thank you, Bubba and Delvin, for participating in that conversation. Hopefully, we hopefully did we good luck your voice as well. Hopefully, 
don't hate <laughs> yeah. us after this. Good luck editing that down so it's not like a nine-minute <laughs> rambling conversation. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> no promises. Looks like Jason can voice himself because we got a new conversation in which Jason said. Yeah, because uh, I listened to that long box and there was just <laughs> something that seemed to be missing from it. A little spice, a little humor. I just couldn't tell. So I said, was it just me or was there something missing from this episode? Just you. To which Delvin says, <laughs> yeah, Delvin said, nope, seemed just fine to me. The three on the episode seemed just right. What a jerk. We, we missed you. <laughs> I honestly forgot Jason was missing until I listened to the episode. And I'm like eight minutes in. I'm like, where's Jason? <laughs> I was yelling at all your dumb points when I listened to the episode. No, actually, I thought it was really good. It was really, really funny episode. And you guys were spot on. That was the one where Spider-Man dropped his doppelganger body oh, yeah. down the incinerator sheet. <laughs> <laughs> With a bunch of really heartfelt words, like, well, at least you can find peace. <laughs> he had spent two hours. He'd spent like two romantic hours with Mary Jane with a dead body in his apartment. <laughs> Rolled up in a rug in his closet. There is something. Somewhere Dr. Doom's going like, damn. I just left him in the room and he was just staring. That's Green Goblin's like, that is just wrong. <laughs> That's dark, Peter. <laughs> that is real dark. But anyways. <laughs> oh, let's see. We got one last conversation uh, between Clinton and Pat. I- I'll play the role of Clinton Robinson. And Pat, no you, can, you can play the role of, okay. of Pat. And uh, let's see. Clinton Robinson, I'm gonna. he's going to be uh, Clinton Robinson as played by Christopher Walken, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Chubbins or Sweetums. I can't remember who played who. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Clinton said, it's gotten to the point where I've, I'm hearing... That is a prescription for danger as I read through the names. And Pat Sampson, the voice will be played by Pat Sampson. And he replies back, it seems, seems. (laughs) (laughs) That's a smooth voice, Pat Sampson. It seems like the plan to have it ingrained is working. One step closer to brain control through the podcasting. Thanks for continuing to listen. We need to get you on one of the episodes. <laughs> and then Clinton said, that would, that would really be a prescription for danger. LOL. But honestly, sounds like a blast. So yeah, we're going to have to have uh, Clinton on to this insanity yeah, at some yeah, point. We definitely will get him on. There's a couple of people I want to bring on. So There's a couple of people yeah. I want to get rid of. <laughs> Me too. Wait a minute. <laughs> this 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 reminds me of that dinner that we talked about in that G.I. Joe episode where all the bad guys were like <laughs> conniving against each other, you know, they act like they get along but they're plotting yeah. against each other. <laughs> all right. Well, with that That's, that's it. it for our, our, our media stuff, yeah. And that's the show. Be sure to check out the website Longbox Crusader Chronicles.blogspot.com where posts will be made for journaling this crusade. I want to give a big thanks to Jared, Jason, and Delvin for joining me again on this episode. Uh, But before we go, let's go find out where the listeners can find us on the internet. Let's start with Jason. Oh, thanks, Pat. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jason underscore Albrick, and Albrick is spelled like Al B. Rich, A-L-B-E-R-I-C-H. And I'm also on Facebook, uh, Jason Albrick on Facebook. And Jason Albrick on Instagram. Excellent. Give him a follow and a tweet. Uh, Jared, where can people find you? 
I can be found on the Twitter tweets at Yard Sale Artist. You can find me at Facebook at Yard Sale Artist. If you want to hear some more of my podcasting, you can go over to the White Rocket Entertainment Network where I host Comics with Normies. And I co-host on Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, James Bond Podcast, and the Quantum Leap Rewatch Podcast, and the Babylon 5 Rewatch Podcast. So I'm here, there, and everywhere. Yes, there you are. I also do uh, the Long also- Box Crusade. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be very clear about that. There's another podcast I do called the Long Box Crusade. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I've never heard of that. <laughs> where, where can they find you, Pat? Oh, well, I can be found at, uh, you can find me on Twitter at, uh, at Long Box Crusade. Uh, also, you can uh, find me on the Facebook under Pat Sampson if you want to give me a, a look up and follow my adventures there. Um, and I, you can also follow me, Jared, Jason, and Delvin, soon to be on the Long Box Crusade podcast as well the the originator not an imitator that's right often duplicator often duplicator something like that <laughs> something like that look i was rhyming just go for it yeah uh well speaking of rhyming devil why don't you lay down some sweet rap tracks on where people can find you my name is Del. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I can do that. Well, my name is Pat, and that's a fact. Because when you hear me rap, you'll want to jump back. I'm so bad, you don't need to rehearse. Because I can rap to you in reverse. Oh, 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 oh. 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 Come on, give him some oh. Oh. oh, oops, pal, surprise. Oh, oh. okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I can be found on Twitter um, at. D-E-E underscore R-A-Y 1977. Uh, you can find me on Instagram too under Delvin Ray. Uh, yeah, uh, come give me a follow. Uh, look at my pictures and stuff. It makes me feel important. Great. I love making you feel important. Me too. That makes two of us. Gotta stick together. Chibbing the students. Yes. <laughs> They're cops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. With that, though, uh, thank you for listening, and we hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Crusader Chronicles. Uh, you got a comment or a question, email us at contact at longboxcrusade.com or leave a comment on the Longbox Crusade Facebook or Twitter page. Until next time, take care, and please join us for the next episode as we continue on the crusade to... Read them all! Read them all! Read them all!
All songs, song clips, and characters discussed are copyright of their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. We make no money on this podcast, and it is for entertainment purposes only. We are just fans that like to share our love of comics. Outtakes. I am here, your worshipfulness. <laughs> Hello. Gold leader, standing by. Starting our attack run. The guns. This is a... Uh... They've stopped. I'm hanging in there. I was trying to think if I could think of another, um, you know, Star Wars uh, from the perspective of like one of the mechanics or something on the X-Wing fighters and the Y-Wing fighters. <laughs> Look, it's too early to phase me out of the conversation. I, just I was thinking like, it's what never if, what too if, early to phase Delvin out. <laughs> what, what if the what if the mechanic? Like, lost his wallet accidentally in, like, the cockpit of Red Leader's, you know, X-Wing. And he said, back like, oh, I guess I'll get my wallet when I, when he gets back. And then, <laughs> you know, Man, I shouldn't have gave you that to Porkins. Yeah, Porkins has got my wallet. <laughs> Damn it. Right, Delvin? He was going to hey? take me. I'm sorry, my connection. He was going to take me out to eat, too. <laughs> Some bitch owe me money. <laughs> He said he, he'd said he pay me back for that hamburger the other day. <laughs> I know that fast on bitch ate two hamburgers. <laughs> no hamburger costs $20. And he charged, and he charged it on my rebel card. <laughs> he took my credits. Now when I go to the lunch line, they said I can't get any more food. <laughs> they said, well, your lunch card. I said, Porkins had it. <laughs> well, where's Porkins? Porkins. He's not here. You got to be fair. <laughs> Porkins had like everybody's lunch card. <laughs> <laughs> he said he could hold it. He couldn't hold it. I told him just to get a cookie. <laughs> and then the, the sirens went off and they had to get going. <laughs> Porkins in the action. He's got the R2 units. Got to give him like a shot of insulin. Yeah. <laughs> Blood sugar, man, blood sugar. He's My like, foot's cramping. It's, it's inside of the cockpit. There's like wrappers and <laughs> over. Damn it. Does a combat roll and a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of candy bar wrappers. Oh, uh, of the time. oh man. <laughs> so this wrapper's from an A&W stand. There's not even an A&W stand in this sector. <laughs> when did I go there? <laughs> oh goodness all right we have to compile it. we got almost enough of these to put a show together but yeah. <laughs> compile them all together did we did we like let me let me be careful how i phrase this but i said did we lose delvin but did we communications wise lose delvin <laughs> yeah. is delvin physically still present doesn't matter. I mean, really, <laughs> think about it. Uh, you got to jump in, man. Yeah. You got to jump in. Give us a movie, Delvin. What should we do with it? No, I'm good. Y'all, y'all, y'all are good. It, it's 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 fun. I, I yeah. Uh, I really so. hope we're doing Spider Man 152 because that's what I read at like midnight last night. <laughs> no, we're on uh, 153. <laughs> uh, we just opened up a Aldi's here. Uh, the grocery Are these store. nuts? <laughs> I was waiting for it. Uh, he, he always does. And, you know, they're Are those salted? So what about you, Pat? What's going on in your life? We'll eventually uh, get to this podcast. Yeah. My wife's uh, gone. I got nobody else to talk to. Talk to <laughs> your, it sounds like it. We, can always, we can always tell like, whose Kathy wife there. is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Who got Chad and Kathy? Yeah, I'm bored, man. I'm bored. <laughs> Entertain me.
This bores me. <laughs> Game blouses. <laughs> Got no one else to talk to. <laughs> He's just sitting in his house. Let's do Gary, 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 Boberry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then then when he gets to his wife's name, he starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, Julie, Julie. Fully. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm bashing it till Sunday. Mm-hmm. TV's all mine. Later on tonight, I'll tell the story of the last Starfighter from Otis's point of view. That'll be fun for almost everybody. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry, I got belly button lint to pick. Strangely enough, Pat does professional name pronunciation in his day job. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to throw people off so they go, no, that's not him. (laughs) I'm bilingual or trilingual and I can... I can screw up a name in three languages. Uh, hey, that takes professional to do it in three languages. All right, let's do a show. Let's, uh, let's do it live. Let's do it live. All right, well, yeah, why don't we move on? Move along. Pretty here. sure move these along. are your friends, Pat. Pretty sure you invited these people to the show. Oh, is it too late to. Um, yeah, yeah. Too late to change your mind. I already read it. 152. To <laughs> get new friends? <laughs> Why would you want to do for it? No. What? You gotta, you gotta text him when you send him an email. You know the rules. <laughs> I didn't. I. I was even looking at the. I was even looking at the uh, tweets. I did, I'm I? always. I'm always looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> so much. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Of, well, you how, guys, how and that's the other thing too. You guys have like you guys are like a bunch of old ladies on this tweet on this uh, on, on the chat thing. You can but, mute it. You know, you can... There's always the option of like. Uh, see, he's old. Nine p.m. tonight. Fine. I'm happy. Tag along anyway. Your peanut butter and chocolate cookie of deliciousness. <laughs> and, well, it sounds dumb when you read them. <laughs> I mean, you saw the chocolate. You just didn't ask about the peanut butter. I'm gonna just guess that's Delvin. <laughs> I'm spotting my own jokes. Careful, Delvin. Easy, Delvin. L O L. It's kind of funnier when you read them. <laughs> Dude, that was the goal. Maybe, maybe there should be another segment. Jason catches up on the text. <laughs> That's right. It should be a segment of the show. Jason just recaps all of our texts with no emotion in the reading. Did you guys get the script I sent out in an email? Uh, I'm sure I did, but I'm not reading it, so. All right, I'll send it to you again. Mm-hmm. Just like to point out it's not me this time. <laughs> uh, did you get it? Delvin? I did. Oh, I got, sorry. I got it too. Damn. Why don't I get it? No, I said right there, yeah. What's going on? Jared, Didn't you right. be a- There's you and a picture of you. I don't know. It's not in my inbox. It's not in my deleted folder. It's not the junk folder. It, yeah, it, it came to you, Jared. They don't it, have darn it. They don't have it. I mean, maybe you just suck. Maybe I do. You do. You used to be a communications okay, officer. Okay, well, in that case, why don't you why don't you hang up and we'll. Uh... <laughs> oh, I see what's going on here. Wow. No, I'm proud of the show. I like the show. I know where your love is. This isn't. This is easily in the top twenty shows that I do. <laughs> All right, on with the show.
Wait, I got, right. I got more stuff to talk about. Record it. Send it to us later. You know, keeping these kind of short is, is kind of nice. I would know we've never done that. Well, short for us. Yeah, for us, yeah. they're short. All right, well, then let's get going. Yeah, it's only 8.06. Let's do it for Delvin. Let's do it live for Delvin. Yeah, let's do it. We're doing it live. Oh, you guys are so special. He needs help. We're doing it for Delvin. This is a special <laughs> comic book issue request. <laughs> Coming up for request live. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I like pina coladas and dudes. <laughs> are, are, you just, in the rain. Are, are you just singing in a song, Jared? Or? <laughs> do you like making love after midnight? Do you like making love at midnight? <laughs> in the dunes of a king. All right, reel this in. Somebody reel this in. Hold on, you're kind of low. Your mic's low. How about now? Now, you, now your voice is low. Oh. People tune into our show for the controversy and the heated debates. <laughs> three, yeah. three, 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 three. <laughs> Cover. Two, 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 two. Oh, there's Buffy. There's my sweetness. Uh, what's going on, Jason? <laughs> Buffy. Wife's out of town and Buffy his sweetness. Say hi, gone. Buffy. Oh, my. Say hi to everybody. <laughs> Is it going to cost you <laughs> You didn't say nothing about having the speech. All right, let's go. All right, let's do it live. Let's do this. Let's do it. Stop meowing. <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying to do the show. We're out. <laughs> Everyone, do we all take turns on who's going to screw it up for you, Pat? <laughs> Jared, you guys do it. Uh, That's my night. You know, I, I think the good thing here is if no one else finds pleasure in this, clearly us four did, and, and that's yes. the good thing. I remember when yes. when I first linked up with Pat, which would have been December of last year, and wow. I remember us specifically saying like, we're like, I was like, well, how many how many downloads did you get? And at the time, I don't know if you can tell now or not, Pat. But you're like, I'm not really sure how to see that. And then he was like, I don't really don't care. I'm just doing this for fun. Have somebody to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm down with that. I don't care. What's next on the list is going to be, it'll be the Spider-Man X-Men one. 97 and Spider-Man 153. Uh-huh. Okay. It'd be a two, it'd be a two issue. Did you That'd want me to do seven that? hours. <laughs> so let's, let's keep it short. Let's keep the conversation it's short. It's all business. All business. <laughs> That's us. My, uh, oh, here comes Marco. Hello. And I'm catching Come on, up. Marco. Understanding the story pretty well. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Polo. (laughs) Polo is chicken. (laughs) See, that's what I'm talking about. Out of left field. They are bilingual. (laughs) I love love Pat's left field jokes. (laughs) I do, too. (laughs) So do I. I find... (laughs) Oh, that was a good one. Good one, Pat. <laughs> Silly spider, which is just a good one. Spider. Good one, spider. <laughs> I think Jason is peeing. No, I'm filling up the tub for the turtles. Bringing the turtles inside. Yeah, yeah they got turtles. Well, you're doing a darn fine job. A darn fine job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, take no babble, take no babble. <laughs> yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Blah, 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 blah.